0: Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to this podcast. Welcome to Cavern of Secrets. That's this podcast, the one that you're listening to. I, as always, I'm your host, Lauren Mitchell. That's my full name. That's my government name. Just so you guys know, that's what's on all my documents. Please don't try and steal my identity. You know, <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about drama recently. I'm always thinking about drama because I love it. I love when drama happens to other people, but not to me. Okay, so I think it stems a bit from my love of like really soap opera y drama situations. Like any show that has seven plot lines going at once, where everything is just the most unbelievable shit you've ever heard, like everyone is embroiled in like extremely unrealistic drama, that's a TV show I'm here to watch. I don't know, put that TV show in space, what the fuck? But that's why I like Buffy, you know what I'm saying? Drama, some other weird thing thrown in, I'm in space. Monsters, whatever. If you follow me on Twitter, you'll know that I am rewatching The O.C. from the beginning. The O.C. started when I was in grade 12, so my last year of high school. All my friends were obsessed with O.C. Like, we all watched it. It was amazing. I think, like, everyone who was, like, a teenager in, like, 2003 was watching the hell out of that show. There's lots of hotties on it, like, lots of cute boys. And in my older age, I realized lots of fine-ass men... But it was just like this kind of cultural phenomenon, phenomenon, phenomenon. But the thing I was thinking about from watching The O.C. is that like The O.C. and many other teen dramas like it, like I'm looking at you, Dawson's Creek, Gilmore Girls, etc., um, truly like fucked me up when it comes to dating. I think I have all these notions and ideas around what dating should be like or was supposed to be like for me based on these extremely unrealistic situations portrayed in these extremely unrealistic TV shows. Now, as an adult, I have the perspective to watch The O.C. and be like, okay, clearly the best relationship on this show is Kiki, (laughs) Kiki Cohen, old Kirsten Cohen, and uh, supreme hottest dad and husband and all-around man to ever be on a TV show of all time, Sandy Cohen. They have a beautiful relationship. Uh, the rest of them are all very destructive, very problematic. I think it's so troubling that we put this kind of shit in front of teenagers. Like, I definitely thought that I was just going to, like, meet a guy like Seth and then, like, we were just going to, like, love the same kind of music and be fucking dork asses together for the rest of our lives. But turns out, like, not many people stay with a person they dated in high school. <laughs> Second of all, we have old Marissa Cooper, old bad-acting Misha Barton over here. They have thousands of dollars worth of clothes on this woman. Just Chanel bags out the wazoo but couldn't buy her a single acting lesson. She's just out here, like, being the most destructive, like, rich girl, trying to, like, date anyone that will piss her parents off. She fucking loves to slum it. And then they have this whole fucking plot line where, She wants to date a woman, Olivia Wilde. Uh, They start dating. But she just goes about it in the weirdest way. I just, like, I feel like I definitely had queer friends in high school. And they were not out here, like, taking their shirts off in front of other queer people being like, hey, is this what you want? I'm doing, like, a weird shuffle dance right now. But it's, like, of course the people writing this show were, like, boomers, like, writing this weird love plot for teenagers about like what's cool and they just like totally managed to overlook like how the internet like in 2003 2004 they just totally overlooked like msn messenger you know what it was popping off i was chatting with boys on msn messenger hell yeah talking to some guy in ottawa you know like just chatting trying to make that connect like texting before texting anyways I just feel so troubled. I feel like I was set up for romantic failure as a teenager, you know? And I just think I should have, like, an adorable meet-cute where, like, something happens and I, like, (laughs) meet some guy and then we're together for 50 years. But, you know, that also kind of sounds like a nightmare in a very real way. So, I don't super know what the point of all of this was except to say that I feel like we need to write some more. And I feel like this is happening. I mean except for, like, Pretty Little Liars or whatever. (laughs) I feel like there's more realistic portrayals of relationships, especially, like, queer relationships, or at least better than it was when... (laughs) Unchman pointed out to me before we started recording that the Fox TV, like build-up to Marissa and Olivia Wilde's character making out on the OC was this, like, six-week ad campaign that was like, are they gonna fucking make out or are they not? They definitely are, so stay tuned, like, sexy teens being sexy on the beach. Like, what the hell? That is not a cool way to talk about any relationship, let alone when, just when, like, queer relationships were starting to be, like, normalized on mainstream TV. I hope that I'm right in saying that shit is slightly better now than it was when the OC was on TV. But, you know, fuck, it's probably not. (laughs) I'm sorry, teens. I want to make some content for teens. I want someone else to make some content for teens that's, like, good. You know, maybe Degrassi's good. I don't know. Someone tell me if the new Degrassi's good. Let me know. I'm into it. Okay, so the guests on today's show, our favorite and only returning guest, dear, sweet, beautiful angel, my Gemini wife, Kyrell Grant is here today to talk to us. We talk about all sorts of shit. I think maybe we've decided that Kyrell might just come on every like 10 episodes or so and her and I do like a reevaluation of the state of pop culture and like hot men that we can talk about. I think that would be fun. I think Kyrell's a fan favorite. She's one of my favorites anyways. Again, Chiral. she's a writer. She's part of the DFF, the Drunk Feminist Films Collective here in Toronto. You can, and for the love of God, should be following her on Twitter at I'm Bob And I really hope you enjoy this episode because we had a hell of a good time recording it for you. Oh shit, oh shit. I really wanted to ask Anshaman <coughs> to open this podcast, the beginning of that Eminem song where he's like, it's the return of the, always." because <laughs> guess what, bitches? We have our, our first and only returning guest Hell yeah! back on the podcast. It's the fan favorite, the Seth Cohen of Cavern of Secrets,
1: Kyrell <laughs> Grant. Hey. Kyrell Grant is back. I'm so happy to be here. High honor, high praise. Yeah, being the Seth Cohen of Whoa. Cavern. Am I like the Dave Rogowski of Cavern of Secrets? Because that's also high praise. I was watching Gilmore Girls last night. Okay, you know I'm like Dawson's Creek over Gilmore okay. Girls. Okay, okay, I respect that. Like I watch all of Dawson's Creek because it played on TBS, mm-hmm. like after oh, school. Yes. Yeah, but I just like I never was like invested. Like I don't know. Pacey, Pacey's hot. Yeah. I just, like, I never cared about Dawson or the other one.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> no one cares about Dawson. Even though the show's called Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I'm like, creek, I
1: don't give a shit about Dawson. It's more like the Creek of everyone else on the show. Well, like, <laughs> Dawson and then Katie Holmes. I was, like, not invested yeah. in anything. Even when she was with Pacey, I was like, this doesn't make sense because, like, no. But she, like, ends up with Pacey. I didn't get that. I um, thought Pacey would end up with the teacher from like uh, what? <laughs> Tamara. I think her name was. <laughs> I was like wow. wow. Why do I remember? I'm that? like Pacey is clearly thirty, and they have a lot of chemistry. <laughs>
0: That's the funniest thing about my sister and I are rewatching the OC <laughs> right now. Um, and like every time, we're like, "Wow, these thirty year olds are really
1: like confused <laughs> about sex and stuff." Like the only person that show who could maybe. Convince me they were teenager is like summer, yeah. But I was like chino, clearly (laughs) thirty, have thirty, thirty three year old man. (laughs) They're like like, we're bringing in this wayward teen. I'm like, you mean this wayward man? Yeah, (laughs) who just like, yeah.
0: It's actually kind. It's fuck. The OC is so good, but in like the good bad. Of course, it's like oh yeah. Misha Barton is like the worst actor. Worst, act- worst actor. But there's a point where she changed her hair. And I like turned to my sister and I was like, well, they fixed her hair, but uh they haven't
1: yet purchased acting. Well lessons it's for like poor Misha Barton. There's like a trifecta, not trifecta. I mean, there's a couple like her fucking Rory from Gilmore Girls is so bad. So bad. Annie McDowell is like yes. Wow.
0: So, so bad, bad. So
1: terrible. God.
0: And they all have to play these like. Well, especially, like, um, Marissa and, like, Andy or whatever play these, like, women struggle like, young women struggling with, like, mental illness. And it's, like, they just don't, it's, like, not a realistic portrayal.
1: Well, the thing I ever got about the EOC is, like, everyone was into Marissa. And I was, like, her? Yeah. Again? <laughs> like, Olivia Wilde showed up and was, like, into her. And I'm, like, why? Yeah. Anyone else on that Literally show? Literally anyone. Fucking Sandy Cone's eyebrows. Sandy... <laughs> Uh, Kiki's like of wine collection <laughs> The bagels The, big, the sesame yo. seed bagels
0: Why wouldn't you be Trying to hit that up <laughs> of Marissa I mean Cooper. we've been The smallest man We know <laughs> I mean, bagels are good as yeah, hell Yeah we know We're all about the That's the thing Is like they eat so many Bagels in that show I love it I'm like this is Highly relatable Except for everyone Is like really thin I'm like what are you Eating so many bagels And cream cheese Y'all like The well, like, size
1: zero I remember back when I like when Mad TV was on the air. There was like a sketch when The OC was like at the height of its OC ness, pointing out there were like no black characters. They were like not even like token like people working ballet or whatever. Well, you know it's crazy because when
0: they bring in the poor kid from like the hood, even he's white. <laughs> You're, You're like, like a you Abercrombie <laughs> model. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> You're like you didn't even bother to like racist typecast, like a black guy in that role? Do you know what I mean? He couldn't even it's have been like... a little like, offensive. <laughs> he's not even like racially ambiguous. I know. Do you know he's what like, I mean? He's like a blonde, blue-eyed, like Who is that troubled... was that again? The
1: guy that was like... He was also obsessed with Marissa, right?
0: Well, okay. So there's Ryan, of course. Poor he doesn't kid. have emotionally
1: on- emotional honesty because he's poor. That's, yes, exactly. That's what the no show taught do. you. Yeah,
0: no one... Poor people <laughs> cannot communicate with exactly. each other. Thank you, the OC. <laughs> So many left license reviews. The and show. then there's Ryan's sexy ass brother, Trey.
1: Oh, yeah, Trey. And then there's the other guy that comes in eventually That the that skateboard, guy. the weird skateboard. Oh, even the Oliver guy who was like, <laughs> I yo. Love that, yo, I love that storyline.
0: Everyone hated it. But I'm like, no, this is bonkers. Like, that's the part of the OC I'm on right now. <laughs> and what's the best is the guy that plays Oliver is a very bad actor, and then Misha Barton's It's so like, when they act together, like my sister and I are like
1: screaming at the TV, it's so funny. Well he was so like, cause he's so over the top, that's all I remember about that like, weird, crazy like, Marissa's in therapy storylines. Mm-hmm. Oliver clearly insane. And Ryan was like, Guys, he's clearly insane. And everyone's like, No, you're overreacting. you're
0: jealous.
1: Like, he was like, This guy just came out of fucking
0: nowhere. (laughs) And they were like, No one questioned when he came out. Shadow had backstory. (laughs) Yeah, he had backstory. He had an abuse, like a shitty alcoholic mom and like no dad, and then the abusive stepdad, and then they all deserted
1: him. Yeah, we don't know all around. Hot brothers in jail. Yeah, Trey suffering, clearly. You know what? Yesterday, Kate did point
0: out to me, our friend of ours, Kate pointed out to me that the guy who plays Trey looks like Tom Hardy. And I was like,
1: oh. Oh, he's that guy that was in the space movie, Prometheus. And he's like, great value, Tom Hardy, if you're like American. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you don't got that BBC money, you're yeah. like, yo, Logan, whatever his last name is, <laughs> we need you. <laughs> Tom hearty
0: <yeah>. USD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is I just love teen dramas.
1: I mean Did I not have enough drama as a teen? I definitely did not. I was like <laughs> reading Scott Pilgrim in the library now. <laughs> Nothing crazy was happening in my life. I'd like I had some yeah, I had some library fines. Maybe like handed in an assignment late. I was like, whoa. Crazy.
0: I love teenage Cairo
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was just like, I just hated everyone, so I was like, I'm just gonna
1: go read. I was just like here, like, skeptical, sitting in the atrium, like, huh, a lot of judgment over here. My beautiful Gemini wife. <laughs> Thank you. I was I'll like, You guys do you, but like exclude me from this narrative.
0: <laughs> oh my god. okay so much shit has happened since we talked last time Oh yeah we have so much clowns. clowns we heard clown discourse
1: in the elevator someone was like i'm so scared of clowns i'm like yo okay can you explain i fucking cannot because I, I was having dinner with my friend last night and we we're like just sitting there eating chinese food. at one point she goes like can you explain the clowns And i was like you know what? I cannot. <laughs> no, because people are just like tweeting about it and talking about it. And I was just like, why are we fucking talking about clowns right now, man? I don't like this. I'm just like, you know, I haven't seen any in the streets. <laughs> yeah, urban legend. I don't know. what's Is going there on? like an upswing in clowns? allegedly allegedly but I have yet to see because I was like I thought that was like a weird America thing I don't know what they're there's lots going on with them you know Trump is going to be president so, so one clown we got a clown yeah, one <laughs> clown running for president and then you know clowns running in the streets I guess yeah but she's like no I sound like city pulse 24 that like they're making a it- Make that comeback, I guess. We got
0: to do some research on
1: this. <laughs> we are very uninformed I about the clown I, discourse. I mean, I occasionally go through Twitter moments and they weren't providing me any information about clowns. So I was like, I guess it's not a thing. Oh my God. I mean, like, I'll keep my eyes peeled. Way to use
0: the Twitter moments feature. Shout out to I you. I just,
1: I mean, I can't escape it. <laughs> it's just right there and I accidentally click it sometimes. and I'm like, okay. It's the only reason I've ever looked at it. Yeah, exactly. My thumb slipped and I'm like, well, oh. sometimes I'm just like very bored. I'm like, what's going on in Twitter moments? And it's always like, Justin Trudeau is living in a cave. And you're like, Thanks, I guess. <coughs>
0: oh, J. trudes Do you like, think all politicians are lizard people? Yes, kind of do.
1: Yes, clearly. But like the thing with Justin Trudeau is like, a he's a lizard person. Mm-hmm. B his hair always looks very greasy, and it upsets me so much because he's like rich and he can buy shampoo and dry shampoo. Dry get shampoo. Get someone real. Get someone on your staff.
0: Before Is you no get your one, pick like, taken, in his cabinet
1: looking out for him like, "Yo, son, your hair. Yeah. You got some interns or something? I get get one rizzy. of those
0: interns to slap some dry shampoo in their purse.
1: Shoppers are, they- are everywhere. You can yeah. just
0: run into shoppers. Yo, get they some like resume. They literally like knock down hospitals to put in shoppers' drugs. <laughs> <so>. Probably does." <not. laughs> Do you know what I wish they would bring back? Remember that orange juice? That wasn't orange juice, but it was orange that like drink?
1: Orange drink. I don't remember this, but I remember McDonald's pizza.
0: McDonald's pizza in was. My mind.
1: And when I tell people about this, they're like, what do you mean? It never existed. I'm no, like, it definitely it it existed. I vividly remember it. It was very good. It was definitely like a happy meal thing. I can't, it was it was tiny because I would share it with like it would like be me and my sister mm-hmm. would like share one. Yeah, I feel like it
0: was because I had it all the time when I was a kid. Yeah,
1: no, I vividly remember eating it a lot. And I mentioned it to a friend who's like the same age as me. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it was very wow, real. don't
0: gaslight me about this McDonald's I know, I'm like, it's situation. Here, you. Yeah. I
1: know, I, <laughs> I think it did end up. I, yeah, I Googled it. I was like, no, it was a thing. This yeah. is like, I'm sorry that you did not experience the wonder of McDonald's pizza like I did. Yeah, quite frequently.
0: Honestly, some of us are just like connoisseurs of the
1: McDonald's menu throughout time. And like some people just uh, are not. Yeah, well, the thing is, when I was a kid, my mom would shop a lot. <laughs> She's never gonna hear this podcast. But she shopped a lot. Maybe she had a shopping addiction. I don't know. At the Bay by the Eaton Center, like the mm-hmm. Queen and like Young, mm-hmm. and to like I guess placate us because we'd like be like, "Yo, mom, we've been here for like hours." She just takes us to the fucking McDonald's in the first level of the Eaton Center. That's now Harry Rosen. It used to be McDonald's, and there was a Disney store next to it, so it's really popping. Yes, that was a good time for like a six-year-old. Do you know who loves the Disney store?
0: My 28-year-old sister that I live with. Honestly,
1: Disney store had, there's still a Disney store. She has a shopping
0: addiction problem at the Disney store.
1: I once accidentally shoplifted a book from there. (laughs) And then I, when we're leaving, I realized I had the book in my hand. And I dropped it on the elevator, the escalator, I mean, at Queen Station. And then this white dude behind me stitched me out. He's like, excuse me, miss, you dropped your book. And I was like, what?
0: You're like, I'm i was not criminal. Like, I-,
1: I ignored him, but he was like, "Miss," and he followed. He's like, "Miss, Miss, you just dropped this book." And I was like, <laughs> my "Mom was like, did you just steal that book?'" And I was like,
0: well, "It was, you know, I ditched it." Yeah, but. mom, I was trying to like not be a
1: criminal, but <laughs> and just, like, she like made me go back to the Disney Store and, like apologize for stealing this stupid book. I didn't even like, really, I literally just forgot I was holding it. I didn't mean to steal it. I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for that meddling, <laughs> meddling grown man. The feds. Coincell Pro just me out.
0: We got a lot of Kim Kardashian scholars in this world, don't we? (laughs) Jesus. I'm like, I'm sad that like she got held up at gunpoint. Like, I don't like gun violence. I don't like violence of any kind. Like. I'm not here for any of that, but people are really out I here. Just,
1: the Kim K theorizing kills me because, like, like I'm like, why the discourse? She's a very boring person. Yeah, I think it's like, and people. She's a Marie Antoinette of her
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> She's like Elena Ferrante. I'm like, okay, like, I thought
1: Elena Kim Ferrante was like- pasta. Can I just say? <laughs> I was like, She's a beautiful bolognaise. <laughs> <laughs> then nice <course> is spicy.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, I think it's like very interesting, and Kim Kardashian really inspires that. Like, well, you're a bad feminist if, and I'm like, okay, like. Is this Bolognese feminist? Do you know what I mean? Like, what It's the- not Lauren. Yeah. It's not feminist Bolognese. I thought you knew that.
1: <laughs> wow, Lauren's a terrible feminist. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Honestly, like, I might be. Like, I don't know. I just, like, because I, like, it's not that, anyways. I don't want to say, like, I
1: don't care about kids.
0: Like, it's just that I don't care. I don't
1: care either. <laughs> just, like, this weird thing where people have to, like, radicalize everything they love. And I'm like, yo, you like something and it's probably not good. You can just, just you know, rock yeah. with that. Just right. in, you know what I mean? Like, we all love things that are not great. Like, yeah. shit. Again, like, I don't,
0: like, I would never want someone to, like, misconstrue me saying, like, ha, ha, ha. It was funny that she was held at gunpoint or whatever. It's like, that shit is bad. Like, I don't like that shit. But also, it's just like, yeah, the discourse yeah, is well, I mean, whatever like... the opposite of spicy is. <laughs> it is very bland discourse. <laughs> I think
1: I, just like, like, I was just, like, I'm, like, indifferent. Someone's like, well, you know, you don't have to advertise your at- apathy or whatever. And I was like, you know what? you like, you don't have to follow me on Twitter, dog. So. I will <laughs> advertise my apathy. I'm apathetic about a lot of things. Yeah, I thought you knew that when you're you met me. You deep-seated apathy. I
0: love it. But I think it's like, yeah, let people be apathetic about what they want. Like, because you're passionate about something, it doesn't mean it's like, like, I like all sorts of dumb shit, but I'm not gonna be out here, like,
1: not out here. Yeah, my fucking
0: poached, I poached an egg. It's feminist. Like, because Sweet
1: Valley High collection is very feminist. Yeah. Actually, I mean, here's the thing Jessica Wakefield was just exercising her autonomy by, like, you know, spiking her friend's drink when she was jealous of her.
0: Oh my so- <laughs> god. I can't wait till you DJ and just play Sweet Valley High audiobooks. Yo, Jessica Wakefield was a crazy person. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. That see, it brings us to all comes back to teen drama, you know what I mean? Yo, like, teens are just Did they there was like a TV show of Sweet Valley High, wasn't there? Like I'm feeling like
1: I know there was. I think it was on YTV. I don't think I watched it, but I know it existed. Yeah, man, I read so many of those books. Yeah, no, those books were definitely banned in my house after a while. <laughs> I was, like, like looking back though, because I remember and on, like red one I was like no, no, no. <laughs> this one book called Jessica and like the older boy, and it's like fucking Jessica is on the cover like making out in a convertible with John Tom Selleck. A doodle that looks like <laughs> Tom Selleck. And I, my mom saw this and was just like, what kind of fucking softcore pornography you're is like, this book? It's for teens. I know. I literally was like, Mom, it's actually like very like... I was like, actually, never mind. I can't defend this book. You know what? Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Tom Selleck take, Selleck. It, take it away. Yeah. I was like, I don't know why this guy has a handlebar mustache. <laughs> Jessica, I'm worried about you. Yeah. Also... You're a, you're a fictional person that I'm like, you make bad choices. Yeah. But see, at least you knew. Yeah. You weren't trying
0: to... Moralize or radicalize
1: <laughs> choices via noted feminist Twitter Jessica not Wakefield.
0: <laughs> noted fem, fe- noted feminist scholar Jessica Wakefield and France- Francine Francis Pascal. Francine Pascal, yeah, yeah, Francine
1: Pascal. Maybe who was a white supremacist? I don't know. She really stressed how blonde and blue-eyed the Wakefield twins were. Every yeah, book, every single. She was line. like, oh. They're deep aquamarine eyes. And I'm like, yeah. white skin. I'm Miller like, we <laughs> get it. This is every book. Yeah. They haven't, like, we know what they look like. <laughs> They're also on the cover. Like, you come. With Tom it. Selleck.
0: We get it, Francine. Yeah, it's a lot of, all those, like, YA books had so much exposition. Like, did you ever read The Babysitter's Club? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so I was, like, <laughs> real deep into The Babysitter's Club. Is that feminist? I don't know. There's also lots of theories about that online. Um... <laughs> But it's, like, every, like, the second chapter of every book, like, literally went over what, who each character was and, like, always described an outfit that Claudia yeah. was wearing. And it was, was like, like, zany. She likes to put candy under her bed and wear crazy, funky
1: barrettes. You know that and Claudia like, Kishai would wear that fucking Rihanna heart shape? Like, yes.
0: Oh, my God. That is what she's wearing as an adult, for sure.
1: Hell, yeah. She's I like wish going we got her- continuation on those books. Like, I want to know what they're going through.
0: Yeah, I'd love an adult... Movie like the ba- like okay so like now and then but like with the babysitters yeah
1: call. I mean Christy and Marianne are obviously a couple yes now oh my god and Logan
0: is devastated. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Logan's, like, moved back to Kentucky. He's voting for Trump. Okay, no. Do you know what I
0: think it is? Is that him and Marianne got married, and then they had kids, but then he found out that she'd been having an affair with Christy, like, basically through their whole relationship. So then they have to get divorced, and Marianne concedes that she's bi. And so they actually have, like, a poly relation. But I feel like
1: Christy would never let that shit rock because she's clearly, like, the dominated one. And, like, like, Logan's just, like... Just too prideful to be like, you know what? I'm stepping out of this. <laughs> they really like, a lot of tension.
0: Yeah, but it's like they do it for the kids because, like, they all love kids because of, like, the babysitting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why haven't we written these? <laughs> Honestly, I don't
0: know. How many episodes do the two of us have to record before someone hires us to be showrunners? I know
1: that Anna and Martin isn't doing anything. Cut us a check, man. Honestly, like, you're Anna so Green,
0: if you want to come on this podcast, like, we would love to have you. <laughs> you have so many questions for I you. don't – you're in – I think she's in Vermont somewhere. Vermont would be my guess. Yeah. Um, very uh, uh, hip, forward-thinking part of America. <laughs> she's in Burlington, Vermont, for sure. <laughs> I believe you. Eaten, I mean – like, organic, cooled t- cheese.
1: She's making kombucha yeah, she's, right now. Yeah.
0: She's making kombucha right now. She only drinks, like, organic beer – And maybe like one on a Sunday evening.
1: She'll have, like, you know, occasionally she'll smoke an American spirit. Like, just occasionally, like once every. Yeah, on New Year's. Yes, yes.
0: She saves it. Special. I think I once read something where Gwyneth Paltrow was like, (laughs) I love a single cigarette on a Sunday evening. And I was like, Honestly, same. <laughs> Slam that glass of red wine, have one single cigarette. Feel
1: I mean, I, I, I have a weird appreciation for Goop. She's like a crazy rich lady. But she stays in her crazy rich lady lane most of yeah, the time. I'm, I'm like, like uh, you know what? What's
0: her face? Blake Lively, who like had the Blake same Lively, one that was like a fucking...
1: She had a plantation wedding. She's clearly a demon. Yeah. Who gets married on a plantation? And is like, that's great. That's a good idea. That it's- is one of those things that I'm just like... I, don't, like, I
0: I. couldn't imagine being like, planning my wedding. <laughs> like, like, let's go to a site of, like, ho- a horrible part of history that right? we has, still haven't dealt with. It's like Ani DeFranco was, like, playing all those shows on, like, Miss mm. White Dreads herself. I thought she
1: was going to – I thought what, what happened was she was planning a festival. I can't even – did it happen? I
0: don't – I actually don't remember. I just
1: remember, like, there was obviously a lot of backlash. She was like, guys – it's fine, because, you know, the spirit of music. Everyone's like, <laughs> it's that's not my dreadlock. <laughs> Everyone's like, that's not how it works, Annie. Yeah. I think you mean Annie. Is that her, I <laughs> I don't
0: know. Lord, I've never listened to her music. <laughs> um, I did like once when I was in high school. I like bought an Ani DeFranco C D and then like listened to it one time and was like that whole... I'm gonna go back to listening to Pennywise. But...
1: <laughs> <laughs> that whole genre of like little little, <laughs> little fair music.
0: I like, I like when I get in <laughs> I'm like <laughs>
1: Of like her and like Tori Amos and I don't know who's the other one. Um, yeah, the the, the Lilith I just I've never I've never gone into that.
0: One of the never. best episodes of Bob's Burgers is where they go to that weird music festival and like Megan Mullally plays the like Tori <laughs> Amos character. <laughs> the song is like clearly about her vagina and everyone's like what is this about (laughs) (laughs) i loved it so much anyways shout out to bob's burgers
1: great show great show
0: Unfortunately, I'm like devastated that Show Me is like not exists. This is very Canadian. Show Me is like the Canadian Netflix, although we do get Netflix here. We American do American friends.
1: We do have Netflix. I don't love our Canadian Netflix. Canadian Netflix. I feel I like I've about this to you many yeah. time. I will say they added Splash like recently, and that got me. And I was like, oh, we should watch it. <laughs> Splash is a documentary <laughs> that I love.
0: <laughs> I love any documentary with share in it. Ugh, so I good. I must admit. So good, so good. Um, I want to watch um what's that Cher movie with Nicolas Cage, Moon Moonlight, Moonstruck? Wait, that's
1: uh that's uh It's Moonstruck, right? Yeah, Moonstruck. It's a great film. Good. I've watched it so many times.
0: Like Nick Cage when he was really like before he sort of like became the Nick Cage we <laughs> have known and commodified as Nick Cage today. It's like it's interesting to see him act in that movie because you're like, oh Jesus, like You are good at
1: this. (laughs) I mean, I I appreciate some Nick Cage. Yeah. Oh, same. I mean,
0: Face Off alone.
1: (laughs) Another noted documentary. (laughs) A noted
0: documentary about uh, facial reconstruction surgery.
1: It taught us so much.
0: My favorite part of Face Off is how they're constantly touching each other's faces. (laughs) And, like, acting like that's just how people do stuff. IRL, like, I'm touching Kyrell's face right now. (laughs) Like, so much, like... There's one where his son is like, hand, like <laughs> right over the whole face. I'm like, what? Your relationship with your child is so weird, John Travolta slash Nick Cage.
1: I mean, I love that the summary of the movie is the title. Someone's <laughs> like, what happens in it? I'm like, face off. Like yeah. that's
0: it. <laughs> There's literally when Nick Cage says, "I'm gonna take your face off." <laughs> like that's one of the greatest. The first time I saw that movie, I was just like, like yes. Like when you get to the part of an album where they say the title of the album or whatever in a song, and you're like, oh man, here I am
1: enjoying art.
0: Um, that's how I felt about Face Off when Nick Cage said that.
1: Because someone I was about to watch it with someone who never watched it. They're like, what happens in the movie? And I'm like, yo, he like takes this his happens. face off. And they're like, that's it. I was like, yeah. It's
0: also a duble entendre because they have a. <laughs> face off oh, and then they shit. have Double their meaning. faces taken off <laughs> <laughs> so honestly shout out to john woo one of the best directors of all time god bless him god bless you john woo never stop making amazing action films did john woo direct either of bad boys either or both of the bad boys films i thought was that not michael
1: bay or my like just yeah it is michael la- okay. bay okay
0: because we, we were talking about the Bad Boys 2, the opening scene where they're at, like, a KKK rally. Yeah. And, like,
1: was that Bad Boys 2? or that
0: bad That's Bad Boys okay. 2. And it's, like, what's <laughs> amazing? I remember watching that movie. It's, like, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence with the KKK outfits. So they, like, rip them off. And are like, it's today, so <laughs> Satan,
1: like, just <laughs> so shoot good. everyone.
0: So good. I'm, like, wow. Thank God for this movie. Thank God for Will Smith. I hope
1: Martin Lawrence is, like, living a good life. I hope Martin Lawrence he... is
0: doing okay as well. Yeah.
1: I mean, he gave us Martin the show. So God. many rap references in that show alone. Oh, my God. And you know what? Especially young Martin Lawrence, but,
0: like, Martin Lawrence, even in Bad Boys 2, is hot as hell.
1: I can see to that. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. There's, in the first Bad Boys, him and Will Smith have, like, amazing outfits. But there's, like, so much of the movie is, like, Martin Lawrence wearing this, like, almost like a wife beater and then, like, a like a holster over top. Anyways, he looks thick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love her discourse. <laughs>
0: You know we have the spicy discourse. I
1: would say I would pay for like a streaming service that was like Netflix, but just like early nineties or like early yachts action movies. Yes. It's yeah. like what or like just Harrison Ford movies.
0: Yeah. Oh man. That's Hell what yeah. I want. Oh, I'm
1: so Ford. mad every time I like log into Netflix. I'm like, I just wanna watch like the fugitive and they're like, We don't have it. You can watch a Hallmark movie And I was like, I will, but that's not what I want. I also
0: to. wish they would carry Sandra Bullock's entire repertoire.
1: Buggy While You Were Sleeping is only on American Netflix, and I'm so angry. I should just buy the movie on DVD because I watch it so often or something, (laughs) or just, I don't know, download it. But I'm incensed that I can't, like, open Netflix and just watch the best movie of all time. Great film. Sandy Cohen is in it, eyebrows looking amazing. She falls in love with his eyebrows. Of course, like, I think we all have. Yeah. I think that
0: Sandy Cohen's eyebrows could have had their own spinoff of the OC. Truly. Yeah, God, he's Peter Gallagher's so hot. Also, Center Stage. That's a great movie that he's in.
1: Amazing movie. I'm so mad that, what is it, Save the Last Dance exists? And then I'm like, why would you watch Save the Last Dance, a movie I would argue has no dancing in it, when Center (laughs) Stage is so real, okay? And it's not like Julia Stiles, like... Doing, like, uh,
0: literally like, like from like, the waist up dance. Kind like, of, like, moves. rotating her
1: torso while sitting in a chair. Like, while seated. That's not dancing. Why wouldn't they have just got, like... You know what I mean? They literally could
0: have gotten anyone who could actually dance to play that role.
1: I just have this weird, irrational dislike of Julia Stiles. She's never done anything to me, but, like, I feel like every movie I watch with her... Except Minus, for 10 Things I Hate About You. True. But even then, I'm, like, not that passionate about that movie oh, I love that my, movie she's in the Bourne movies I will say I've never seen any of okay. them okay uh, well then you've never met my mother those are maybe my favorite <laughs> movies <laughs> I remember one time watching. I rented a movie with her back when you could rent movies yeah. we rented a movie to watch this rom-com called The Prince and Me oh my god <laughs> it's like the worst movie it's that like the worst, worst movie it's like the worst movie I've seen in my life Because also the other most boring person from it's the like 90s the isn't a it two- Freddie Prince Jr it's a, is it him is I feel like I, no it's like bootleg from. they couldn't even get him it's like some bland white dude and then Julia Stiles and he's like everything about the movie irritates me because he's like the prince of like Denmark or whatever some European country and she meets him and she doesn't realize he's a prince but I'm also just like he'd have some kind of security it's just so dumb and then they like get married despite having no chemistry whatsoever because they're just both Bland cardboard cutouts. <laughs> and the movie is just her, like being like, I don't know if I can be a princess. And he's just like.
0: Also, we already had that movie. It was called The Princess Diaries. Yeah. A great film starring
1: someone I don't care for, Anne Hathaway, but who's great in that role? I like. It's weird because like people are very defensive of Anne Hathaway. There was a period rep- everyone was like, "No," but Anne Hathaway is like a good person. I was just like, "Okay, she's fine." Yeah. <laughs> and then I felt bad for her because I watched the Oscars that she hosted oh, with James I Franco. Know. Franco, I'm, I will never get that time back. I know, unfortunately. never. It was so uncomfortable because I mean, she was trying. She was like trying so hard. And then James Franco's just there doing nothing. And she's, like, just, like, you can see she's, just like, dying inside. I'm like, oh, my God.
0: Also, Franco, like, just hit the blunt after the Oscars, man. Like... Have a blunt rolled, and then when the telecast is over, then you go, then just smoke weed then. Because, like, it was not helpful for any of us to, yeah. like, watch you stone out of your mind on TV while Anne Hathaway was, like, theater childing her way she through was it, just, like, to make
1: up for it. It was so sad. I related to it, because I remember one time in, like... When we had civics class, we had a pr- I had like we had some debate thing or some presentation where I did it with someone else. And I told my partner, I did like everything. I was like, okay, my computer is being weird. I just need you, I will send you stuff, and I just need you to print it out. He did not print it out. And we get to class and oh, I just God. don't have my notes and I'm freaking out. And Tremaine, who I hate to this day, was just like over everything. And I was like, God damn it, Tremaine. <laughs> one job, Tremaine. This one job. You could not do that?
0: He's like, Why, unfortunately, Tremaine? no, I'm checked out.
1: He was very <laughs> checked out. Anyways, I watched the Oscars, and I, like, related to yeah, you Anne were. Hathaway. I'm like, oh, man, you're so earnest. You're trying yeah. <laughs> so hard. And you got Tremaine over here. And, yo, your personal Tremaine just <laughs> is ruining everything.
0: Yeah, I'm just not sure. Like, sometimes decisions get made where I'm like, that decision where they were like, yes, Franco. Anne
1: Hathaway. I just... That went through
0: so many people, and so many people were like, yes, amazing. The youths are gonna love it. We did not love it. No, that's what happens when, like, people, like, old senior citizens, no no offense to senior citizens, but, like, when you got, like, sort of out of touch people running your award show, they're just like, these two youngsters, like, yeah, they're, they're gonna do it for us. People are gonna love the Oscars again.
1: I was like, no. I think it was, like, one of the worst-watched Oscars ever. Yeah. It was really honestly, bad, man. It was super uncomfortable.
0: Probably just, like, Chris Rock hosts them all. I Wait, don't
1: know. what was the—who's that guy? Australian dude. Wolverine. Oh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. He's just always hosting Oscars. Yeah. Because there's so much music. And then Beyonce shows up. Beyonce should host the Oscars. Whoa! Yeah! Wow! Whoa! Whoa! We just solved it.
0: Hey, Oscars! I know she's very free. (laughs) Yeah, she's not doing anything for sure. Beyonce's not doing anything. Um, like give Beyonce, give Beyonce, give Beyonce like a like a lifetime achievement award. Let her host the whole thing. She'll and then she can just do what she did. We just
1: cancel the Oscars and it's just a Beyonce concert. (laughs) Wow, that's what they should have done for the MTV VMAs. Whoa, exactly. I mean, they know how to they know how to get us. They're like. Beyonce's gonna show up at some point. I'm like, well, I'm locked in for the night. I guess I have to watch. (laughs) I'm like, I have to this.
0: It was so bad. It was so uncomfortable to watch. It was the worst until it was like, it was was so bad, and then I was like Rihanna, and everyone was like, okay, Rihanna, Rihanna's good. I'm Rihanna, we can deal with. And then it would be so bad again. And then it was like Beyonce shows up for 20 minutes to plays almost all of Lemonade, and then a bit more Rihanna, but the rest it it was just like like, so torturous.
1: It, I just I've never been so. Deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know, which is everything about it was bad. I didn't know any of the. Who are the chain smokers? Who are they? I Lauren? Don't Lauren, know. who are they? I don't know. Am I old now? I don't know. They're like the chain smokers and I don't know, Joe jo Jonas's band. I'm jo- just like, jo- Yo, Jonas.
0: Um, <laughs> sorry, my sister used to always call them the Jonas brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and she had this pen. That was like. If you like it was like one of those pens that had like the Jonas Brothers on it and if you like moved it sort of at different angles in w- one angle they were all wearing white suits and the other angle they were all wearing maroon <laughs> suits and she was like oh why do you honest red Jonas why
1: do you was
0: like i don't know we have fun <laughs> See at the table happened. seat see the table happened. Oh man, so beautiful. It
1: also I think number number one album now. Yes.
0: Yes, because did you see Tina's Instagram album? When
1: post? Tina formerly knows Lawson Adopt Me? Cause I love her. She is so amazing. Her Instagram is also the cutest thing ever.
0: Yes, oh my god, her Instagram is the most perfect place on the internet. I just internet. love
1: when she's like, "I'm just hanging out with Magic Johnson and Cookie Johnson in the South of France. We're having a good time." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh my what? god. Take oh. me with you, Tina. Yeah, it's so cute. She's
0: adorable. And her like new husband is so handsome and cute. Oh, there's so many photos of
1: like her grandkids and they're oh my
0: also god. so cute. I love it. And I love just like how supportive
1: she is of her kids. It's really beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful... Well, I mean, I just remember she's, like, the one who, like, was making all the costumes mm-hmm. for Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, man. And her and Beyoncé did House of Darion together.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, I'm, like, a stan for the whole family, I will admit. I
1: know. Minus Matthew, because, well, like... Yeah,
0: Matthew's, like... But
1: even then, Tina is, like, I've forgiven him. And I'm like, you yeah. know what? I forgive him, too, yeah. Tina. If, we, <laughs>
0: if you can forgive him, probably people don't know. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Him. I was, uh, yeah,
0: anyways, I always thought it was interesting in the, like, documentary that Beyonce made, the, like, HBO one or whatever, mm -hmm. where she was, like, talking about sort of, like, emancipating herself from him as her, like, manager. She was like, it's my money. Yeah. I was like,
1: yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, no, it's Through the Table. God. It's the best album of the year by a long shot. There's so many. I mean, how are they both so talented? Honestly, I don't. It's like what. I don't get it. They're both so good. It's crazy when people are, like, trying to, like, pit them against each other. And I'm like, uh, firstly, it's would like, kick your ass so like, Yeah. Uh,
0: We all saw the fucking video.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. It's like, I don't know if she deleted all her old tweets, but she has one where she was, like, she's like, yeah, when I was, like, a kid, my sister had this boyfriend I didn't like, and I was going to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like,
0: same. But it was funny because I was talking to my sister about it, and we were talking about, like, people were, like, so speculating about, like, What happened in the elevator? People were like, oh, Solange is crazy, whatever, whatever. And I was like, as soon as I saw that video, I was like, Jay-Z did some fuck shit. Because, like, if my sister's partner did some fuck shit and then we were in public and then we got into an elevator together and I, like, called him out and then he said some disrespectful shit to me, yeah, we're fighting.
1: Yeah, they're both, like, very vocal of, like, yo, we are got each other's backs. Yeah. Like
0: like i i don't give a fuck who my sister's partner is like i'll punch you in the face I yeah cu- no i was just like,
1: like solange clearly is like
0: taking up for her sister and then you know it's like all that happens and everyone was like oh what was up with solange and then beyonce like releases lemonade and then it turns out that rachel roy was at that party that they were at when that fight <sighs> happened and all rachel like,
1: mhm it's all coming together isn't it rachel roy Poor Rachel Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Ray was like, what? Yeah. I do love lemonade. It's a delicious drink. I have a recipe for it. What are all these bees in my mentions? I, I don't, don't know it. what this
0: means. You know, I bet Rachel Ray listens to Beyonce.
1: Yeah. I feel like. And she's making her 15-minute meals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, But yeah, fuck, a seat of the table's Truly amazing. Well,
1: even I remember, like, seeing the track listing for it. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, the guests on it alone I love, like, I love Mad so much. I love the Lil Wayne song. I love Lil <sighs> Wayne.
0: Man, that Lil Wayne verse. And I mean, like, I'm a Lil Wayne stan yeah. from way back. But, like, that verse is, like, so, so good. And Master P. Yeah, for the interlude. Oh, my God. He's got such a great just like speaking voice. I love his I love that like Louisiana accent. And then man, he's just amazing. I told my coworker today who like loves Master P, like knows so much. I was like, and was like, oh my God, the Solange album's amazing. We were talking about it. And then I was like, oh yeah, Master P and he was like, P. Midler himself? He was like, that's him. And I was like, how could you not do? I was like, he's talking about no limit. Uh anyways, best episode of Cribs is the one where they go to Master P's house. I've not seen that episode. It's amazing. Cause he walks around his house, he's like, that over there, Miss Marvel. On the flow, Miss Mo Marvel. You look up, Miss <laughs> <it's> Crystals. <laughs> and then he just takes them to like an NBA. cause he almost played for the NBA, right? He almost played yeah. for Raptors. And actually, very Toronto tidbit. Um, but he has like an NBA size like basketball court, and then he goes out in the episode, and a little Romeo's just there like shooting hoops.
1: I remember nice. Little Romeo had a show on YTV that I watched religiously. Yeah. He sure did. Yeah. Well, Romeo was cute as all. It was, was very good. He was very adorable. Yeah, where are you at, Little I think Romeo? he's very corny right now. Yeah, probably. I'm like, mm. no, I just remember his like Instagram post because he's like dating a white chick. He's like, I know oh, a lot of God. people are like angry about a relationship, but I love her. And someone was like, yo, we don't care about
0: him. <laughs> least favorite kind of interracial relationship is white people with <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyone else. Well, I was just like, watching the trailer for that new like Jordan Peele comedy We're not comedy, comedy. horror movie. And it's like fucking Posh Kenneth from Skins and Marnie from Girls. Like travel to her parents' house and then like. That movie looks crazy. It just like I saw it, I was like, this looks just weird, man. Also, like Jordan Peele's married to a white woman. I was like, what is this? This is a cry for help, man? You guys to tell us about Chelsea Prometheus? I don't know. I saw Chelsea Pretenne it's like seemed really chill, you know? (laughs) <laughs> no, just I mean, I'm probably gonna watch just out of curiosity, but also Lakeith Stanfield is in it and he's my boyfriend. Yep. Minus the fact that he's like engaged to like Tamara from the mini project. But in my head. Oh, really? They're so cute on Instagram, but I've oh been watching it. Atlanta's so good. Atlanta's like I
0: don't like, watch it, I'm so
1: bad. I definitely think it's like the best new show, like, period.
0: I think oh. I kind of wanna wait till like the whole thing is out. Okay. I just like I and then blow
1: okay. through it in a day. It's just, like, I forgot that Donald Glover was funny. <laughs> so funny. Because he, he wrote for 30 Rock. yeah But then I don't love his stand-up that much.
0: Yeah, his stand-up is, like, I, like, I've always respected what he was doing with his stand-up. And I can see why that makes him a better TV writer and a better actor. Because, like, yeah, he would go some places with his stand-up. Sometimes you'd be like, hmm <laughs> We're well, Like, what are we doing here? But, like, I see, like, for me, it's, like, why that makes him, like, a successful...
1: Well, I mean, I always found, like, like, I... Hella loved, like, his rapping. I love yeah. Childish Gambino. died down with the royalty mixtape. Finally validation for that. <laughs> um, but it's, like, funny because I'm watching Atlanta, and it's, like, I was reading all these interviews with him about making the show, and, like, he's, like, making something so specific mm-hmm. to Atlanta... It's so weird when people watch something that's not supposed to be universal and mm-hmm. are trying to, like, relate it back mm-hmm. to them. I'm like, no, he's made something. He's like, this is for Atlanta. This is, like, stuff that you will not understand because you're not from Atlanta. And that's fine. Yeah, I like, I like that. Yeah, I'm like, it's okay to just watch something and, you, like, it doesn't have to apply to you. You can just watch it and enjoy it. It's so funny. It's so good. I thought that was funny about
0: people's reactions to, like, Luke Cage. Like, all the think pieces oh around, like...
1: That, like, white lady Is it on Twitter. Is too black or whatever? I was like, what? That, like, that was so she's weird. She's a sociopath, for one. So many people, like, backstory, yeah. this white lady, this tweet just went viral. She had this long dissertation. Where she's like, when I first started watching Luke Cage, I was, like, taking it back because so many blacks and I didn't feel comfortable with it. But then I realized, hmm, maybe I'm a racist. Then I felt better. <laughs> Because I'm a white supremacist. My name is April Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't because I was like I couldn't understand because I was like, is this
0: like a performative wokeness? Well, kind
1: I am feeling like, she like was I'm like,
0: so woke, I'm like telling you about my internalized racism. I feel
1: like white people will throw that stuff out and then another white person will be like, Yeah, I get you, April. That's also me. And I'm like, Y'all are both crazy and not good. Yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't, I don't know. It was just so, like, it was just bizarre. And then everyone's like, guys, she's like, isn't it great that she's just being honest about that? I'm like, nah, no. she could have kept that in her journal. No, you just keep, keep it in your journal, for real. I'm like, those aren't, like, good, normal feelings, man.
0: Also, like, I just don't understand. Like, it was clear to me when the show start. I was like, when I started watching it, I was like, oh, they did this right, because they're in Harlem, and there's little to no white, like, the white people are all, like, cops and shit. And I See, was, like, there, representation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> matters. <laughs> But it was like to me I was like oh that makes sense right like Harlem is a like very black very like latino
1: very like asian part of It just New like York. the fact that she like went to her computer and was like people need to know these feelings yeah. and I'm like no they no do one, not no one needed to know That's weird it's so weird. These are those are not like it's a great show. I'm like you can't just sit down and being underta- like be entertained by this show. <laughs> this is not a weird like teaching experience. For, like you know what I mean? It was. I also read there was like all these think piecey
0: things. Like I think Slate <laughs> posted something that was like, "Is Luke Cage too black?" And I was like, "Okay, you need to fucking relax on that shit." Um, but also people are. <laughs> People are referring to like the dialogue. So, in the show, they talk a lot about like they just make a lot of like references to like black sports heroes, like black literary giants and artists and all this shit. And it's like people were like referring to it that it's world building. And I was like, black culture is not science fiction, it's real. This is not a spoiler, but there's a part where, like, Luke Cage and, like, his sort of, like, mentor, like, dad guy, who's not his actual dad, are talking about, like, very famous, like, black writers, and they're, like, mentioning all these people, and I was like, oh, shit. And, like, at one point, one of them references Chester Himes, and I was like, I've never heard Chester Himes being referenced on, like, a mainstream. (laughs) I was like, this is cool as hell. I was like, this is just good-ass dialogue and, like, smart writing and stuff.
1: Yeah, no, I'll definitely check it out. I mean, I love... My culture. <sighs> Lamont Bishop, baby. God damn it. So, so handsome. He is... It's, like, a lot. Okay, I've heard, like, mixed reviews, but I would like to check it out for myself. I mean, there's parts of it
0: that it's, like, it struggles a little bit with that, like, respectability politics kind of stuff. And, like, but the acting is good. And the writing is good, and it's way more interesting and dynamic than Jessica Daredevil Jones? and Jessica Jones, <laughs> I did not. I've never watched Jessica Jones. So. I didn't like
1: Jessica Jones. I watched most of it. My didn't. sister said she watched, like, three episodes. It was so boring. Jessica just did know the shit out of me. The like, whole show was just her being like, oh, how does this affect me? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, and she'd, like, get her friends involved in, like, her crazy shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I think for me when I lost it was when she, like, went to the hospital with her the guy who's, like, her neighbor, like, this black dude who, like, lives in her building, and she, like, set him up to be, like, restrained or whatever by the nurses so she could, like, that's a distraction, Mm -hmm. and she could go, like, sneak into, like, something to do something. But I'm Mm -hmm. like, yo, you're, like, an asshole, Jessica Jones. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, I guess I feel bad. I'm like, nah, man, you're straight up an asshole who just has superpowers. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a cool person, man. (laughs) And there was, like, a fucking ugly cop that looked like Aaron Eckert, who was, like, melting, he was somehow involved. And I was like, oh, this show is so much. I don't care about any of these people. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm never going to watch it.
0: Well, Kyra, I love when you come on the podcast.
1: Oh, me too. I love our discourse. I love her. I'm sad we didn't get our jabroni discourse. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't even remember what we... Jabronis.
0: We just loved the jabronis. Jabroni's the a rock. great word. The Rock is a Taurus. I'm a Taurus. My beautiful Gemini wife... Chiral.
1: yeah, we're just talking about Rosario Dawson, beautiful yeah. Taurus,
0: beautiful Taurus, a lot of good Tauruses. Yeah,
1: you guys have a good team. Yeah, we got a good team. Except
0: for there was there is a b- couple bad ones, but you know we won't talk about them.
1: I mean, I have fucking Donald Trump on my team, so and <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West and like Iggy Azalea. I'm just like, really? Wow! Like everyone who's like evil in history is maybe a Gemini.
0: <laughs> Do you know what? You're gonna change that stereotype because you're beautiful, oh! you're a beautiful angel.
1: Thank you, thank you. All right.
0: Thank you so much once again to my dear sweet angel friend, Kyrell Grant, for coming through. Cavern of Secrets is brought to you by Hazlitt. It was, and is, hosted by me, Lauren Mitchell. Our theme song was made by Bianca Giulione. Our show is produced by my dear friend, Anshuman Itemseti. And you can find us all over the goddamn place on the internet. To listen to us, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and our website, cavernofsecrets.com. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Cavern of Secrets. If you like what we're doing as per usual, you should totally give us a rating on iTunes. We love all the stars. All the stars count. All the nice words that you say, we read and we like to hear them. And it makes it easier for people to find us viewers like you. That's what makes it easier to find us. Again, uh, I'm Lauren Mitchell and I'll see you in two weeks.